Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Jay Kukorowski here. Stack show. We're going to get right into it in just a second. Coming up, uh, probably about uh, you know the next segment, you'll hear from Wisconsin walk-on guard Matt Ferris. Uh, he announced on Twitter that he wasn't coming back for his last year of eligibility. We'll talk with him. I had a chance to uh, break down his decision over the weekend, uh, this past weekend, before Wisconsin's uh, you know latest win against Minnesota on the court. Uh, coming up then at the end of the show, we have a great interview with Julius Davis, 2019 running back Wisconsin Badgers verbal commitment uh, and part of that eight-man class currently for Paul Christ in the class of 2019. But we're going to start it off hot. i got one of my uh, favorite people on the beat here because we're going through our 2018 spring position preview. Uh, And right now, you know, you've seen them, obviously, on the Wisconsin State Journal. used to do some coverings for for Bucky's fifth quarter back in the day before he he jumped up to – to, to bigger waters at the Wisconsin State Journal, we got Jason Galloway. Jason, how you doing tonight, my friend? Doing good, Jake. How are you? Doing great. It's a little rainy, a little icy here, obviously, because you live in Madison, as do I, and we've had quite the weather, uh, and I'm hearing we're supposed to get more uh, coming up, possibly. But uh, what we're talking about today, you know, it is, you know, we, last week here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast, we had position previews, we talked cornerback, we talked quarterback. This week, we are going to break down safeties and running backs and what we're going to do uh, we have a second episode coming out this week and we'll talk running backs with jason there but first we want to talk about safeties why because this is a, a the defense obviously losing many starters out of there uh, out of that group and they're gonna have to replace it and obviously with the safeties uh you have natural jamerson and joe ferguson uh leaving that position group and some youngsters uh, will we'll have to step up in more prominent roles. And that's why we got Jason on here. And we're going to call this our four down territory. Hopefully I'll get some special effects, Jason. So we have some whistle blowing. Hopefully that won't blow out your ears uh, when you do that. But uh, first down, you know, general overview of this, of this position group, who's gone and what's that impact of losing guys like Jamerson and Ferguson? Yeah, you know, obviously Jamerson, Jamerson, I feel like, had one of the more underrated seasons last year uh, on Wisconsin's defense. He's a guy that he did make uh, he did make a couple huge plays early in the season, but I think for especially the second half, he kind of just did his job and flew around the field and made a lot of plays and, and didn't make a lot of mistakes either. Uh, but but I think, you know, some of the other guys in the secondary got a little bit more notoriety or notoriety than him, but 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 I feel like he, he's going to be a huge loss. You know, I think a lot of people wouldn't, necessarily think joe ferguson was was a massive loss but he actually stepped in um really nicely um uh, for for dakota dixon last year i feel like um and you know i, I a lot of people remember the ohio state game where he gave up a big play or two but but i do think that that, that he really filled in nice for this team last year and i i think for i think when you talk about the secondary in 2018 you're going to want to be able to find as much depth as you can back there uh, with a lot of guys leaving, and so I think I think those two guys uh, being gone definitely will have an impact. And you you got to hope that a couple of the younger guys can step up. You know, obviously Dakota Dixon coming back is really big for them. He'll be a senior this year. He's going to have to really probably lead the entire secondary. He's the only starter returning. Um, and then I think you know some of the younger guys that you you probably need to see step up. Patrick Johnson might be the the favorite to start at the other spot. Um, you know, Eric Burrell's a guy that. Uh, that, that played uh, played some last year, and and you could see him in there as well. But and uh, a couple of the other of the other younger younger guys too, I think will get uh, get an opportunity. But we'll have to kind of 
see how it plays out here, starting with, with spring practice in a few weeks. Right. You know, before we had the second down in our four down territory position preview uh, segment here on Bucky's fifth podcast, it, you know, Jamerson 51, people don't know if they realize it, 51 tackles last year, three and a half for loss uh, on top of the, the two interceptions, of course, that one pick six against Northwestern. And it was a, you know, and then, you know, Joe Ferguson, obviously, you know, his big impact and, you know, tied for the team leading interceptions there. And that kind of leads into our second down where, you know, who's going to be the, the big name out of this position group. I think Dakota Dixon's obviously the big, the big, you know, the big name out of this group, the big, the leader of, of could be, I think, you know, obviously a team captain. So already a leader of the team and we'll see how he, you know, takes on a role of, of mentoring, you know, potentially, like you mentioned, Eric Burrell and, you know, Patrick Johnson, among others, you know, you, we, you and I have both seen it after practice too, where he's mentored the likes of, of Scott Nelson, who will be a redshirt freshman uh, heading into 2018. Uh, do you feel like he's the big name uh, to look out for in the spring? Yeah. You know, I, I think Dakota Dixon's clearly the, the leader of the secondary coming into it. I mean, he's, uh, I think he's, there's probably going to be Dixon and then a bunch of, you know, freshmen and sophomores in the secondary. Um, nobody besides Dixon is really, um, all that proven, you know, obviously Pat- Patrick Johnson is a guy that played as a true freshman in, in 2016 and then, you know, missed most of last season with, uh, you know, with, with an injury, but, but he's a guy that I think they really like. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think he, like I said before, I think he might be the favorite to start at the other position. I, I think Burrell is going to, um, is going to challenge him as well. And you mentioned Scott Nelson. He's a guy that, um, you know, he's a guy that, uh, that redshirted last year, but I think you know they they brought they traveled they brought him uh, you know on the road the last couple games and to kind of get him that experience and and Seth Curran is the guy as well that um, that I think maybe they they like and we'll get a chance to get some reps uh, in the offseason to see what he can do but 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 Dixon is the guy I, I think um, him being back is is huge for the secondary if, if he was um, and he's a guy that you know he would have been a senior last year if. Um, he didn't take him. He didn't get a medical uh, medical hardship waiver from uh, uh, from earlier in his career. Um, so it, they're really fortunate to have him back. Because if if he was gone, um, they'd be throwing out a, an entire new and and young secondary, and it would be it would be pretty difficult for for I think that group to come together without at least somebody like Dixon in there to kind of kind of hold everything together. Now heading into third down, I mean we've we've already mentioned uh, you know almost a handful of names at safety. This this younger crew that you know Jim defensive coordinator Jim Leonard and company will have to to mold, and these 15 practices will be huge for them. Who are you looking at particularly? You know I, I think you and I both talk, you know talk, you know Patrick Johnson, Eric Burrell, uh, Seth Curran's, uh, you know Scott Nelson. Is there is there one out of out of that group that really that you're looking to, that that you're kind of focusing on that who could uh, really be, make that impact alongside Dixon this spring or in, in into 2018 for the season? Yeah, I, I guess I'm getting ahead on the downs a little bit here, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I, yeah, I I think like I said, I, th- I think Patrick Johnson is probably your favorite, although he's coming back from uh, from injury, and I, I think they really like Burrell too. Um, so it'll be interesting to see you know which of those two guys starts uh, getting first team reps in, in spring ball, and you you know you can't take a ton from. Uh, from spring ball, but I think it, it'll definitely say something to see which guys out there first alongside Dixon. I, I'm sure they'll rotate, you know, uh, a few guys in there. Um, it, it, it's hard to know exactly after those two, how much, you know, how much they, the coaching staff likes these guys, you know, like I said before, you know, Nelson was the guy that redshirted 
And I think he was even injured during fall camp, the only time we got to really see them practice. And, uh, you know, Seth Kearns is a guy that's gotten some second-team reps here and there, but, but hasn't really uh, – um, yeah, I, th- I think he'll get a chance to get some reps, but he's, he's a guy I – think he's, he's an unknown like a lot of these other guys. And um, it'll be interesting to see who gets the reps um, come, come next month and, and into fall camp. And, um, you know, they have a lot of young guys there that I think they, um, that they, they feel good about, but it'll be interesting to see kind of who, who steps up. And, uh, you know, you, you got to hope that at least one of those guys – uh, can be good enough to, to step in there and be, you know, uh, you know, a starter level player that you feel really good about in the back end to, to replace Jamerson. Yeah, we're here with Jason Galloway, Wisconsin State Journal, also host of the Red Zone podcast. Make sure you guys check that out and uh, great podcast. Love listening to it uh, when you know when Jason puts um, you know, records it, publishes it. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe on iTunes uh, to, to the Red Zone podcast there. And uh, fourth down, last one we got sleeper out of this position in your opinion. Like uh, I could make and we all know like with the spring ball, you know, and right now for people that know when we're doing these spring previews, we're looking at just who is coming in during the spring, not necessarily looking in, in towards, you know, like a uh, true freshman that's going to come in into, you know, in uh, in uh, June and August with fall camp. So, uh, you know, out of this group in the spring, who do you think could make the most, you know, as a sleeper, make the biggest jump that could, you know, potentially may have that momentum heading into summer conditioning that, that could get some reps in fall camp? Yeah, I, I probably, I think I might say Scott Nelson. You know, like, like I said before, he's a guy that redshirted last year and was injured during fall camp, so we haven't seen him at all. I, I mean, I can't really give you much insight into um, <laughs> how he's performed because we haven't really even seen him practice. But he's a guy that I think they felt good about when they recruited him. He was a, a fairly high, highly rated recruit coming out of last year's class. And, and if, you, if you, you know, talk to some people about him, I think that he's a really, you know, smart player that, that is probably a guy that, that, that can catch on to, um, to to what they want to do defensively in the playbook and all that relatively quickly. I don't think he's going to be behind in that area. So I think if he gets his opportunity to get out there, maybe he can show what what he can do. You know, we haven't mentioned incoming freshmen yet, but but Reggie Pearson's the one guy that um, you could look to and say maybe maybe he's a true freshman that that surprises people. Um, you know, he's a guy that's been committed to Wisconsin for a long time and. It's, and uh, is, I believe is enrolling early and will be there in the spring. Um, so we'll have to see if he gets an opportunity or not. Uh, again, I haven't really watched a whole lot of uh, high school film on these guys. Uh, I'm not really a, um, yeah, I, I don't try to, to dig too deep into the high school film and you can kind of spin your wheels doing that. But um, <laughs> so we'll, have to see, we'll have to see if, uh, we'll have to see what, what he can do and if he gets an opportunity as well. And, you know, I agree with you on Nelson. I think it'll be intriguing to watch, you know, seeing him, before and after uh, practice or even games, like I, you'd see him in the media room, kind of on attached. I won't say attached to Dakota Hick, uh, Dixon's hip, uh, but you know he was there, kind of as a as a mentor, and and also he won you know a defensive scout team player of the year during the team banquet, and that's always boded well for those players who earn that to take the next step uh, heading forward in the years to come. So I, I think he's going to be someone to watch too. And you know what? We're going to come back. Uh, part two of, the, of this week is going to come back. We're going to talk running backs with Jason uh, in our position preview. But for now, uh, we're going to take a quick little break, little interlude uh, with some nice saxophone uh, rendition of On Wisconsin. Thanks to my father-in-law for that. Uh, we're going to come back with Matt Ferris and, uh, here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast. And then uh, we're here 
Back on Bucky's Fifth Podcast, we got Matt Ferris here. And Matt, first off, uh, you know, you set, put on Twitter yesterday that you were, uh, right now recorded on a Saturday, but you said on Friday that uh, it's going to be your, your last year. Uh, what was the decision behind everything? Yeah, well, I just I decided a while back, and the guys in the team knew. Um, I announced as soon as, as soon as I accepted my job um, for next year. But uh, there's a bunch of a bunch of different reasons behind it. First and foremost, I would say, is just that I didn't have any school to do. I kind of uh, I came in with quite a bit of credit, and um, this semester I'm only taking three credits. Graduating um, in May, obviously. So I just didn't really have much school to do, honestly. I, I'm getting the two degrees that I want, or the two majors that I want: double major in finance and risk management, and it just kind of felt right. And then also there's a there's a combined with the financial aspect, I'm a walk-on, so I'm paying my own way. It's coming out of my own pocket, so I think it was just it was just time. And uh, I had the best four years here. It's nothing a knock on the team or anything, but um, yeah. When it comes to now, you said you know finance, like your job. Now, you can send me the job offer. Where's that going to be? Sure, I'll be working at uh, Aldi yeah. grocery stores as a as a district manager. So basically, um, I'll have a little bit of a training period, um, but then I'll be in charge of running about five Aldi stores. It's kind of the boss, so it's quite a bit of responsibility coming out of college. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's you know it's a great company, and, and the people that I met there were awesome. So I knew coming into the season that you know I was, I was going to look for jobs, and if I find one that I like and I want to accept it, then then that's what I do. And um, I'll still be in the Wisconsin region. I'm not sure exactly on location. I'm hoping to stay in the Madison area, um, but I'll find that out, that out later. Um, and yeah, I'm just really excited for the real world is what they call in. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I also, I love all these. My wife does as sure. well. The West Side one is the one that we frequent often okay. uh, when it comes to, uh, uh, yeah, the groceries at a nice budget. And That's right. Good quality. That's right. Obviously, so you've met a good company. Uh, sure. But when it comes to now you have, uh, you know, these. Uh, how much more do these last few games mean, that, mean to you then? It means a lot. I mean, uh, looking at the schedule ever since I decided this was my last year, it's just kind of bittersweet. I mean, um, obviously the season isn't hasn't gone as well as past seasons, but you know you just kind of savor every moment. I mean, two days ago when we beat Purdue, that was awesome. That was one of the one of the better environments I've played, not played, but I've been in and uh, experienced with those guys, and, and it just meant a lot to come out on top of that one and first ever court storming, which I would say is a good thing because it means you're too good because <laughs> usually uh, you don't storm the court if you're a nationally ranked team. But uh, it's just great. I'm just trying to soak it all in and enjoy every second, um, just as I had every year, but uh, even more so in these last couple games. When it comes to having, uh, I mean, you've been, the, you know, you started, what, 2014-15 season, so yep. that the second Final Four squad, yep. and then going in and being part of two Sweet 16 teams as well, and just, I mean, have you had, I mean, I t- you know, you're still obviously in school, you know, you know, you had three, you said three credits, and you're still practicing, though. Like, how, have you had a chance to soak things in? Yeah, I would say, I, I think so. I mean, it's just honestly surreal. Like, if, if I would have told eighth grade Matt that this would be what, what his college career would be like, he'd probably punch me in the face and say, quit lying. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's really been a dream come true. I'm, I'm a kid from Wisconsin. I'm from Appleton. Um, grew up playing three sports, football, basketball, baseball. Love basketball the most. And I just had an opportunity of a lifetime. And Honestly, there's, there's not much more I could ask for. How much did it, like, how did it all start for you I mean, with, with coming here and sure. your football standout, not mistaken, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, quarterback and mm-hmm. then uh, playing basketball too. Like, how did you how did you wind up here in Madison? Well, I think my recruiting process took the course of about four days. <laughs> um, I think Coach Guard, from what I remember, Coach Guard got word that 
um, from a guy who is from a high school. He coached our summer league team, and he's actually head manager here, Jeremy Davis, um, back when I was a senior in high school. And he must have mentioned something to Coach Card because Coach Card came to one of my um, my only high school playoff basketball game that year when I was a senior, and we ended up losing. But I had a decent game, and um, after the game, my coach came up and said, hey, Coach Guard from Wisconsin is in the crowd today watching. Not sure if anything will come of it, but just keep an eye out on your email and your phone. And I think the game was on a Friday, and then on that Monday, I got an email from Coach Guard just saying, hey, Matt, like heard you were interested in walking on here. I'd like give you a call. If you could give me a call, talk about it more. So I called him that night. He invited me down to a game the next day. Um, it was actually against Purdue on senior night. Um, and ended up winning the game, went back, back by the locker room, and in walks Coach Ryan, and probably the most nonchalant way possible says, hey, like, you know, heard you're a good student, uh, feel like you could be a good member of the team, so there'll be a spot on the team if, if you want it. And I had to, like, email Coach Gardner and be like, like, what does he mean by that? Do I have to come and try out or what happens? But ultimately, uh, I had opportunities, scholarships to play football at Division II level. Um, but how can you say no to this place? And I, I think looking back, there's not a single regret there. I mean, coming back, I mean, too, like walking on, like, you know, uh, I know experience interviewing walk-ons for football, you know, and the tradition there. But, you know, saying you and Aaron Mace this year, and you've seen, you know, TJ and, you know, Walt get action. And then, you know, years pass with, you know, with Zach you know, yep. making a big impact, too. Sure. How did you, like, how's the walk-on tradition here at Wisconsin for basketball? I think it's awesome. I mean, obviously, you hear all the time about the football team. And you got guys like J.J. Watt and um, Stavi and Dare, who I actually live with sophomore year. Um, it's just, I think they recruit high-character high kids, um, you know, guys who are willing to, selfless team guys who are willing to just basically do whatever's asked of them. You know, if that means contributing on the scout team, if it means, you know, pushing the guys and keeping them optimistic in the locker room, um, just anything, really. Um, and I just try to do, you know, whatever's asked of me and work hard in the process and, you know, make sure everybody's on the same page together. I consider myself a pretty good locker room guy and, and someone who brings brings the guys together and makes sure we're all on the same page. Is, it, is that how you define yourself in, in your role on the team sure. right now? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I'm a guy who's been here and done around success, so I'm, I'm able to speak of that and to, to the younger guys who, you know, maybe haven't experienced it, guys like Brad and, and Nate and them, but um, yeah, that's, that's what I kind of pride myself on. And then, I, you know, just, I know you talked about like reflecting on stuff. Is there a moment? I mean, obviously you've been part of a Final Four team, but you know, in three sixteen teams, but is there in big wins in the NCAA tournament and the court storming? Is there a, a moment that you? I mean, I you still have games left coming up, but are there? Is there a moment like a moment on the court and off the court that really stand out to you? I would say on the court, obviously, I think um, a lot of Badger fans could say the Kentucky game in the Final Four. Um, that was just such a surreal moment. I mean, it was just weird watching because we were in our hotel room, my room with Ethan, who was redshirting at the time. But uh, we were watching on TV. All the they had so much coverage of it and everything, and we were watching on TV. And we're like, hey, that kind of looks like our hotel. Sure enough, we look out the window. It's right in front of our hotel. It's kind of <laughs> surreal seeing that, you know, the whole world or at least the United States is watching those games. And to come out against that team was labeled best team ever, you know, whatever. Um, that was just pretty cool. And I think after that game, we all went to the hotel, and there's just so many Badger fans in there, and the place was rocking. And you know, it was so cool to be a part of. And then anything off the court in terms of just, you know, off the court? As a, as a sure. I would just say, you know, all the great opportunities that are here. I mean, academically, it's a great school. 
and uh, just the bond that I built with all, all the teammates. You saw guys like Nigel, who I was with for three years. She's one of my best friends. Um, just having that having that bond that's just I would say even deeper than just a friendship. You know, guys that you've gone to battle with, guys that you've been up for 6 a.m. workouts and you know get back at 2 a.m. from a road game. It's it's just stuff that normal friends don't have and stuff like that 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 I'll be looking back on in five, ten years from now and just having a smile on my face for it. Welcome back, everybody, to Bucky's fifth podcast. Jay Kokorowski here, and happy, you know, to have on another 2019 Wisconsin Verbal Commit. We, you've heard on this podcast Nolan Gruel, wide receiver out of North Carolina. You, you heard a couple weeks ago Hayden Rucci, tight end out of Pennsylvania. And, you know, we haven't had a chance to get to an in-state kid yet, and one from where I'm from uh, in, in the Milwaukee area, Menominee Falls, uh, we are joined by running back Julius Davis, who, according you know to his huddle film as well as with sports.net, 1,762 yards rushing on nearly 7 yards per carry, 6.9 yards per carry with 17 touchdowns during his junior year and he verbally committed to wisconsin back in november and julius how are you doing this evening sir i'm doing great thank you for calling and you know first off i want to talk about your huddle film and looking at can we talk about that first run uh, i mean I, we've seen we've, i think many badger fans have seen that first run and kind of you know as you know wisconsin fans you're wisconsin fans are used to uh, the running back you, you know, you see what Jonathan Taylor did last year, obviously Melvin Gordon, you know, it goes back Ron Dane, uh, further back, Brent Moss, Terrell Fletcher. Uh, but that run, uh, that you had, can we talk about that run? Who was it against? And, and what go- went through your head as you're hurdling that you're, you're breaking tackles and then ultimately, you know, pushing past everybody and, and, and you know, breaking away for a touchdown. Um, and West Dallas Mason Hill. Um, it was uh, in 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 the moment there wasn't really much going through my head other than score. Um, I I knew there was there was a huge hole. My lineman opened up a huge hole for me, and uh, I just hit that hole as fast as I can. And then out of nowhere, I saw um, a person like you know die for my feet. So my my reaction was, oh, I got hurt a little. And then I ended up getting, you know, I kind of got bumped a little bit, so I ended up spinning while I was in the air. And after I landed, you know, like I, I was stumbling a little bit. And then I, like, regained my balance, and all I saw was green. I was like, oh, I got this. I need to go. So, you know, I kept <laughs> running. I felt other people, you know, touching me. So I'm like, oh, I got to get this. Like, oh, my God. So I keep going, going. And I eventually scored, and, I really did not realize that I spun in the air until, you know, like I got to the sideline there, but I was like, oh my God, Julius, how'd you just do that? Like you spun in the air. I said, I really, like, it was <laughs> I, in the moment, I really did not know that happened. I just knew I hurtled someone, but yeah, it, it was crazy. It was amazing. I, I watched it on huddle and I was like, wow, I I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and look at your other huddle highlights too. I see a physical runner who can get down the field quickly and also, you know, not get caught from behind. 
but I, you know, I also saw the ability of you just knocking over defenders that are trying to tackle you. But how would you describe your running style? Um, I describe my running style. As, I'm very physical. Um, I love, I love contact. Um, you know, my coaches try and tell me, you know, don't, you don't need to take on six guys at one time, you know, but that, I guess that's, that's why I love this sport is I can get in as much contact as I want and it's legal. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to work on, you know, trying to put more moves on people because, you know, not everyone's going to be smaller than me. There's always going to be someone bigger. So I'm going to have to work on making them miss. But I think I, I'd overall be a very physical running back. Um, you know, I love the contact. So. And, you, you know, when you, now, how are you currently utilized then, you know, in your in Menominee Falls, the, the offensive system there? I see a lot of, uh, you know, you're obviously your running backs are in the backfield, but how, how do they utilize you uh, in their offense? Um, you know, I'm really they, they want to put me anywhere they can. Um, we we had a couple wildcat formations. Uh, we we really didn't run it, but we had wildcat because I played quarterback back in my uh, younger days. You know, so um, we had wildcat. They put me out in slot, um, put me at fullback. You know, anywhere really they needed me, I'd go. Um, I I was open to playing defense, but we had enough defense people. Um, but you know, really, they if if need be, if we have to pass, uh, they put me out in the slot, throw a deep ball to me. Um, but it's really situational, you know. Depends on the situation. And you know, where does Wisconsin? You know, you're talking about what you what you're being used utilized as now. But where does Wisconsin's coaching staff, you know, the likes of, you know, Paul Christ, head coach, offensive coordinator, Joe Rudolph, running backs coach, John Settle, where, where do they, you know, see you fit within the offense? Uh, they see me as a running back right now. That's, that's currently what they want me to play. Um, they want me to just keep working hard, you know, and uh, keep putting in work on the off season and then have another great season, you know, at running back. Um, but, yeah, they want, they want to keep me at running back right now. And, you know, being an in-state recruit, what did it mean to, to get that offer from Wisconsin last, you know, last fall, last winter? And where and when were you, were you in, in, that, in that whole, you know, once you heard the offer uh, and then the emotions that came over you? Um, well, my reaction to it, I, I was very surprised because um, I heard lots of, like, lots of people always tell me, you know, Wisconsin's not going to recruit you. You know, they, they take running backs from Georgia, New Jersey, you know, more of the down south kids. And I was like, well, you know, I kind of want to prove them wrong that, you know, Wisconsin do have, does have skilled players up here. Like, we're not just old linemen and linebackers, you know. So, you know, I, I go to their camps and try and prove to them, you know, I got, I got what it takes to play at the next level. Um, so eventually, uh, Coach Settle told me that my film popped up on the screen one day while he was just watching film and he saw my uh, film and was watching. It was like, wow, like we need to get this kid. And uh, they, you know, they <laughs> joking around, they texted me like, man, how'd you, how'd you under us? Like you, you know, under our radar and you're in state, you know? So um, <laughs> they invited me. Down. Uh, I was going to watch the Michigan game, the, uh, yeah, Michigan, Michigan game uh, at home, and um, 
after the game, you know, we all got to talk to players and my coaches after in the locker room. And um, I ended up meeting Coach Han, which is a recruiting uh, director for, like, my uh, the in-state kids. Uh, so I was talking to him, and he ended up taking me back. I want to say it's, like, the player lounge in the locker room. Uh, but he took me back there and talked to me and, you know, explained what they all liked about me and how he talked to my coach and everything. And it was like, you know, I, I think you'd be a great fit, so – here at Wisconsin, would like to offer you. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that, that being my dream school, I was like, I was ready to say yes. Like, I want to, I'm committed, <laughs> you know, on the top. But, you know, obviously it's a, it's a big, big uh, decision, decision in uh, my life. So I still wanted to talk to my parents about it, you know, make sure this is the right decision. And though, you know, we all knew that's where I wanted to go. We still wanted it to, uh, just discuss it a little bit, you know. Yeah, and then, you know, like what what stood out to you about? I mean, you call it your dream school. What what stood out to you about Madison and the university and when you visited it? Um, oh, I I I went there for a game and I just I love the atmosphere there. Like the fans are awesome. They're into the game, you know. The the players there are awesome. They're so like kind, nice and. They help with everything, especially at the campsite. They're so helpful, and um, you know, I just I just love it here in Wisconsin. You know, it's home hometown, and you know what's what's better than representing your hometown? You know, playing the sport you love. So, you know, I the coaches are amazing. Oh my gosh, they're fantastic. I I love the coaching staff and everyone here at Wisconsin. It's it's a, it's insane. I mean, how many camps did you go to? Did you go to the junior camp then, or the last year then, or how how did that uh, work up at all? Yeah, uh, actually, my uh, my sophomore year, sophomore freshman year, I went uh, to the Badger camp and uh, ended up going. You know, and it was it was pretty fun the first time, and then you know I was like, I want to go again. So you know, I went the second time last year. Um, Coming off, I, I had a little track injury, so you know, so I was kind of, I had a track and football injury, so you know, I was kind of like getting back into football and pads and everything. So you know, it was a little rough at first, but um, coming into it, you know, it it felt like home. You know, there's everybody there. It, it felt great. It made you feel at home. And everything. And we're here with Julius Davis, running back, Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, in-state product, verbally committed to the Wisconsin Badgers in a in a already eight eight player class of 2019. And here on Bucky's fifth podcast, and, and you know, and you've already talked about how, how much you love Wisconsin. What was the reaction of, of the coaching staff when you know when you told them that you're going to commit uh, to the program? Oh, it was. <laughs> You know, it felt, it it was it was exciting knowing that they were excited about me coming there. Um, you know, when I called Coach Herring and Coach Sutter was there at the same time that uh, also recruiting director Coach uh, Sahid Khalif. Um, they were all there on the phone, you know, waiting for me to call them. And when I called them, you know, they were talking. You could you could hear it in their voice a little bit, like they were like happy I called them, you know. So you know, I was like. Um, yeah, uh, like we talked a little bit, had a few questions, my parents, et cetera. And that's when, like, I, I came to him. I was like, uh, you know, Coach Heron, I love him here. You know, this is why I want to I want to uh, commit here, I want to commit here. And 
oh, that was crazy. Like the, the reaction from him and co- the rest of the coaches was just amazing. They you could hear them, their voice get happy and like, man, you just made my night great. Like I'm having a great night now. Um, you know, we're, we're excited to have you, et cetera. And, you know, I, I, they'd still tell me now, you know, we're excited. We're like, every time we watch your film, we get more excited about you. So, um, but, their reaction was pretty good about it. And, you know, and then when you have, uh, you know, you have offers from, you know, Buffalo, which uh, Lance Leipold, who is the, uh, obviously a former Wisconsin uh, graduate assistant who, you know, went on to Wisconsin Whitewater and then now at Buffalo. He also received one recently from LSU. Uh, I mean, when did you see, when did you receive it? And, and did you see it coming at all? Um, I want to say I received it about like two weeks ago. Um, but, no, I <laughs> I did not see it at all, to be honest. Um, I I would have never imagined, you know, LSU coming down to Wisconsin to recruit a kid, you know, because nobody ever <laughs> looks here. But um, I, I never talked to him before, you know. I, that was the first time I ever talked to him. Um, I got a text from Coach Robinson, and he asked me to call him. I was like, okay, sure. So, you know, I called him, and that's when he offered me and said, you know, you fit great into our offense, I'd like to offer you. So, you know, I, I wasn't expecting it at all. Uh, it, it was crazy to me when I got that text. Yeah, and, I mean, did it change your perspective on anything? I mean, obviously you committed to, you know, you're committed to Wisconsin, and uh, but it cha- did it change your perspective on anything once you received that offer? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's cool to have these, like, offers from other places, but Really, I, I want to go to Wisconsin. That's that's where uh, my dream school is. But you know, it, it's not bad to have backup plans. You know, because it's a viable commitment. Commitment. Uh, Wisconsin can pull anytime. You know, so uh, it is good. I, I I'd like to have backup plans just in case. But you know, I I really want to go to Wisconsin. And we're here with Julius Davis, Wisconsin Badgers commit class of 2019 here on Bucky's fifth podcast. And how have you seen this class of 2019 Badgers bond? And, you know, how have you all communicated about those offers received, you know, especially, you know, with the likes of you and, and, you know, Logan Brown, Hayden Rucci's got offers, you know, Graham Mertz, you know, is, is, is picking up offers too. I mean, how are you guys, you know, uh, communicating about the offers and, and how have you guys kind of bonded together uh, for this class already? Um, you know, we we uh, set up a group chat, you know, um, we all, you know, talk, we talk every day, you know, always, just like, you know, normal teenage kids. So, um, you know, then we do, you know, talk about Wisconsin and other offers, but uh, everybody is fully committed to Wisconsin, um, but we do bond, we bond pretty well. We even play Fortnite together. <laughs> <laughs> Now what what is this what is this Fortnite by the way I I, I, I maybe I'm like I played Halo as a high, I mean and for those that that listen to the podcast I, maybe that shows my age where you know I was on the original Xbox with Halo it wasn't even Call of Duty yet but it was like the original Halo and then do you know setting up against uh, on the dorms playing against other teams on different floors but what 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 is this Fortnite Uh it's it's kind of like um you know, you get to, like, build. It's like a third-person mode game where you, like, get to build and face other people. And, you know, it's like your team versus, like, like the – it's groups of four pretty much. Uh, 25 groups of four versus uh, you guys. And, you know, you have to try and be the last ones alive and 
uh, win the game pretty much. Uh, you know, and you get to build and like it, it, it's crazy. It's all type of like different guns and you get to build stuff like big bases and fight people. It, it's pretty fun. Okay, awesome. Now that leads into our. See, I, I could probably get behind that if I can find some time, some uh, in between uh, trying to juggle my kids and whatnot too. So I'll have to try to, I'll, I'll have to try that game one of these days. So, but now we're gonna get into something that it's kind of our, our quick hitter situation. Just uh, we called it four down territory, but we're gonna use that for another segment on on this podcast coming up. I'm gonna call it, you know, four quick things. Uh, and we did this with with Hayden a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, with team workouts, I always like to ask favorite song on the workout playlist. Favorite song on the workout playlist has to be God's Plan by Drake, for sure. <laughs> uh, and then, what sports do you play in high school besides football? Uh, track. And what, what part of track is, is it? Uh, hurdles, 100 meter dash. Uh, what, what 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 events do you run? Uh, I run the 100, 200, and then the two uh, for the 4x1 and 4x2. But uh, my coaches want to get me into doing triple jump this year in the 4x4. Four four. And then, favorite NFL team? Uh, so, uh, I don't want to sound like a bandwagon, but, uh, you know, I like the Patriots and obviously the Packers also. <laughs> no, I know. With, with Hayden's uh, dad playing for the Patriots, I know that he uh, – Heard a lot from being from Pennsylvania about the the Eagles. Uh, he had mentioned that on the podcast a couple of weeks ago uh, about hearing about it uh, in his hometown there. Uh, but then, last question out of out of the uh, the four quick things, running back you like to mold your your game after. What do you mean by that? Being like, is there a type of like NFL running back, or is there like the, the physicality of one player? Uh, like uh, Hayden said that he liked Rob Gronkowski, uh, the way that he played tight end. Uh, is there a certain player that you kind of mold yourself after, or or is it more just taking a combination of of, of different things? Um, for sure, I uh, I like to be like uh, my favorite player. Like I have two favorite players. Um, it's Barry Sanders and uh, Marshawn Lynch. I, I like to be like. I take things from both of those uh, players, you know. I, I I try to break tackles like Barry Sanders and run people over like Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Last question for you: uh, Next steps? Where you know where, where are you hoping to, to? What are you hoping to work on uh, coming up, heading into your se- senior season? I know you got track coming up then, and then uh, any camps you're planning on attending? Uh, you know, heading into that senior campaign. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to be going to. Uh, the Nike opening on May 5th in Ohio, and then the day after, I'm going to be going to the Rivals Combine uh, May 6th um, in Ohio also. Um, I Well, I'll probably be going to, obviously, the Madison camp, um, you know, if the recruits go, but um, yeah. What a show, folks, and a big thanks again to Julius Davis, 2019 Wisconsin Badgers, Running back, uh, verbal commit. Again, big thanks to Matt Ferris, Wisconsin Badgers guard, uh, Redshirt Jr., uh, who is a walk-on who is now going to be heading into the real world. Uh, And a big thanks to him for opening up and just talking to us about his decision. And then, of course, uh, a huge thanks to Jason Galloway for breaking down from the Wisconsin State Journal, Jason Galloway, who broke down the safety position in our four-down territory 2018 Wisconsin spring football position preview uh, in that segment. So uh, on that note, make sure you guys follow us on 
Twitter at B5Q. Follow me at Jake Coco, K-O-C-O, B5Q. Follow, uh, you know, like I said, follow us, like us on uh, also on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast. We want some ratings. Let me know how we're doing on this podcast, uh, you know, and subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Google Play, subscribe and tune in on TuneIn uh, as well. And so just make sure you guys check in with us uh, and, like I said, write those reviews. Let us know how we're doing. Let me know how we can make this even better for you, the Wisconsin Badger fans. And on that note, we're going to drop the next podcast Friday probably Friday morning, Friday afternoon, talking some Wisconsin running backs. We'll have Jason Galloway back on the show there. And, we'll, of course, we couldn't forget Drew Hom. We are just packed with content this week. Drew Hom's big roast comes back at you on Friday, talking some Big Ten basketball, and we'll see if the Wisconsin Badgers could make a run into the NCAA tournament. Now, I'm sure maybe that, maybe that's a little bit too much of a teaser. Who knows? We'll see what happens after they play Northwestern. Uh, as you guys will probably hear this on Thursday morning, so you know, coming up uh, later today. On that note, I'm Jake Kokorowski. I've talked long enough. We'll talk to you again on Friday here on Bucky's Fit Podcast. Yeah.